You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout-out, as always, to everybody listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, watching live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube stream, or anywhere you get your podcast. If you're live, the number to call is 844-843-6879. We're going to open up the phone lines a little little bit later on so I can help you win your leagues and win that cash. As usual, I got my man Chris Bavona, the man with us. He's on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. We got a big time show for you on a Monday, week six, almost in the books. Monday Night Football about to kick off in an hour and a half. It is going to be the Tennessee Titans hosting the Indianapolis Colts. So a couple of you guys and gals still probably have your fantasy matchup up for grabs. Yo, Speeds also does not know if he's going to have a win or a loss in week six yet. I won't know until the final gun sounds in Tennessee. It's going to be a busy night in the Speeds household. I'll tell you that. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break down the injuries, and who would have thunk it? Football is a violent game, and it seems like every Monday I am here telling you about not like a mid-level player, but a superstar who is done for the rest of the season. A couple of weeks ago, it was Dalvin Cook. First week of the season, it was David Johnson. Last week, it was Odell Beckham. This week, it is Aaron Rodgers with a broken collarbone. He's having surgery. It looks like he's going to miss most if not all of the rest of the season. So we're going to talk about those injuries. We're going to talk about the trends and takeaways from week six, what uh, what I think is important moving forward. We're going to talk about what Speed's got right, his called shots. We're also going to hold ourselves accountable on a Monday like I always do, like not too many other guys behind the mic do. We're going to hold ourselves accountable, and I'm going to admit what I got wrong as well, okay? Then we're going to open up the phone lines. We're going to do a lot here on the Fantasy Freestyle dropping stats over beats as you know you could also get at me on twitter okay it's at spitting speeds on twitter give me a follow ask me questions i'm always trying to help everybody out so they could win that cash we got two poll questions up first of all i asked which diamond in the rough and i'm talking about a real diamond in the rough that's under 50 percent owned helped you win your week six matchup was it chris ivory that was only four percent owned was it josh mccown that was only eight percent owned did you go into my man Ted? Ted Ginn Jr., not to be confused with our fish right here, Ted Finn Jr. He's only in 43% of leagues. He helped people to a W. And who hurt you this week? Who undermined you? Not someone that got banged up like a Jameis Winston or an Aaron Rodgers. Was it Michael Thomas? Andre Ellington, C.J. Anderson, all these guys defecated the mattress, or was it somebody else? You can get in on the poll. Let us know. All right, we're going to talk week six trends. We're going to talk injury results, Monday night football, and your calls when we come back. You know what it is. We're dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on back and spend an hour with Speeds. 
Hey, I'm Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right, and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fancy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle, where we drop stats over beats right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, Damian Martinez, Bees, the spitting statistician, looking back at week six and getting you ready for the future in your fantasy football season, where, listen, we are almost halfway through with most regular seasons. I believe most regular seasons go through week 13, right, using 14, 15, and 16 for the playoffs. So you're almost halfway home, and you need to be, I would say, 3-3 three and three or better to stamp yourself as a contender. So hopefully if you're uh, two and three and you got a guy like Marcus Mariota still going to go because it does look like Marcus Mariota will be under center for the Titans tonight at home against the Indianapolis Colts. We'll, uh, we'll break down that game a little bit later on in the show. Let me give you the news and notes and the infirmary report, basically, from Week 6. And we start with former MVP Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has a broken collarbone, okay? Next man up in this situation is Brett Hundley, uh, the like second or third year guy out of UCLA. He has been in the system for a little while, and honestly, the Packers do have weapons around them. You know, the Nelsons, the Cobbs, the Adams, the Ty Montgomery's of the world, the black unicorns out there. So maybe all is not lost for the Green Bay Packers. We'll talk a little bit more about if I believe in Brett Hundley tomorrow. You know, on tomorrow, I always talk about the waiver ads, the free, the fab budget, that sort of stuff. So we'll talk about all those hot ads tomorrow on the Fantasy Freestyle. But Aaron Rodgers is out indefinitely. I, I stopped short of saying he's out for the rest of the season, okay? A couple years ago, he broke his collarbone, and he missed seven games. We just finished week six. If he misses seven weeks or even eight weeks, that puts you at week 14, which is the start of the fantasy playoffs. I know a lot of people are running to the free agent list right now and looking to maybe try to get a guy like David Johnson. You know, I mean, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't cut bait. Just yet. Let's hear a little bit more about this, but it was a big-time hit, and Aaron Rodgers is going to definitely miss some time. Golden Tate on the Detroit Lions. He's expected to miss a few weeks. He's got a AC joint in his shoulder, an issue there, okay? But here's the thing. The Lions have a bye next week. Here's what I'm going to tell you about Golden Tate. I'm going to tell you that I actually think you have an opportunity here, Okay. Similar to how I was telling you the last couple of weeks, you have an opportunity as it relates to Sterling Shepard, who was only 50% owned, and when he returns in a couple of weeks, is going to be the number one wide receiver. Like I said, with a guy like Mohamed Sanu, who got banged up, was going to miss a couple of weeks. One of them, though, was the bye, and then he's an integral part of what should be a dynamic offense in Atlanta. Same situation with a guy like Golden Tate, okay? He's got that shoulder injury, but next week is the bye. 
high for the Lions. So I think there's an opportunity. Someone in people's leagues are going to drop Golden Tate because of the injury. Keep an eye out on guys like this Golden Tate, Muhammad Sanu, Sterling Shepard, because when they do come back, these guys are startable assets for you, okay? You are now in the position, if you're 3-3, three and three, if you're 4-2, and two, you need to start setting your team up to have the best possible lineup later on in the season. Everybody's going to be dealing with buys and the like, so keep an eye on him. You know what I also think is weird? Golden Tate, with a sprained AC joint, they've already come out and say he's expected to miss a couple of weeks. Jameis Winston, on the other hand, got has a same sprained AC joint. He's a quarterback. It's in his throwing shoulder, and they say he might go next week. So I think that is very interesting. But Jameis Winston did, in fact, get banged up in that loss at Arizona uh, where Ryan Fitzmagic came on in and finished the game. Tyreek Hill, wide receiver for Kansas City. If you watch the end of that game, against the Pittsburgh Steelers and what many people thought was the game of the day. In a punt return, he got banged up. He got his clock cleaned by a couple of Steelers, and he was uh, evaluated for a concussion. But it looks like he does not have a concussion, so he should be good to go. People were worried about that short turnaround. The Chiefs are on Thursday Night Football next week against the division rival Raiders, but it looks like Tyreek Hill might have escaped a concussion. On the other hand, Manny Sanders is going to miss, they say, at least week seven. He's got an ankle injury. We'll talk about if Benny Fowler is a legitimate next man up for him. Again, on the Tuesday show, where we talk waivers and fab budget. Also in Denver, Trevor Simeon, he's got a shoulder little thing. Uh, he did come back in the game. They said that they'll likely have an MRI on him, but he's day-to-day. He should be okay as well. Something that I mentioned last week as it related to the Minnesota Vikings, and I told you last week, hopefully you listened to me last week, because Minnesota Vikings have cleared Teddy Bridgewater for practice. It looks like he's going to return to practice starting on Wednesday. I don't think he's going to be under center right away, but with Sam Bradford, now there's some reports that his career may be in doubt because of the wear and tear on that knee. You got Case Keenum there holding down the fort in admirable fashion, I might add, but if you are looking for a quarterback, if you're in a two-quarterback league, a super flex league, Teddy Bridgewater cleared for practice. Important note to monitor because whoever's on the center there is going to have Rudolph, is going to have Thielen, is eventually going to have Diggs back, and also going to have Jarek McKinnon, who is a stud in PPR formats as well. A couple people might be coming back sometime soon. John Ross, the wide receiver for the Bengals, he returned to practice today. Remember, he's been out all year with a knee injury. Out there in Buffalo after the bye, Jordan Matthews is still not catching passes with that hand that he had thumb surgery on. So he may still be a ways away. The San Francisco 49ers have announced a quarterback change. Okay, C.J. Beathard is going to be the starter moving forward. I think a lot of people thought this was going to happen eventually. As the 49ers fall out of it, you got to see what you have in the young kid, or you got to see if you're going to be looking for a quarterback via the draft or maybe via free agency, guys like Kirk Cousins or maybe even Alex Smith with a return to San Francisco. You got to see what you have in the kid, so they're going to start him moving forward. The Browns, however, are unsure after Kevin Hogan started yesterday against Houston. They're unsure if they're going to go back to Deshaun Kaiser or not. Last note that I'll mention here, Colin Kaepernick has officially filed with the Players Association a grievance saying that teams and owners colluded to keep him out. This and the anthem are obviously going to be highly talked about as the owners have their meetings this week, their fall meetings. All right, let's keep it moving here on the Fantasy Freestyle. I wanted to talk to you about my biggest takeaways from Week 6. And here's my thing, guys. i got to tell you the truth. 
<laughs> just when you thought you knew about the NFL, it turns out you have no idea. It's like that old Nintendo game, Marble Madness, where in like the next to last level, you had to go up the maze instead of down. It's like everything you knew was wrong. Let me tell you something. First of all, if you listen to Spittin' Speeds, you know that I love those home dogs. All of the home dogs covered yesterday. The Jets plus nine covered. Minnesota covered. Arizona covered as home dogs. Even Mike Hughes has big-time home dogs against Clemson earlier in the weekend with a big win, 27-24. Go Orange, by the way. But, yeah, all the home dogs covered. And remember how there were all those big double-digit favorites this week? Well, Denver was a double-digit favorite. They lost outright. Atlanta was a double-digit favorite. They lost outright. Washington was a double-digit favorite. They just barely snuck through the San Francisco 49ers who are now changing their quarterback. The Houston Texans were the only double-digit favorite to, in fact, cover. And let me tell you, it's more than this. Like, if you look, who do you like moving forward? In the NFC, for example, Aaron Rodgers down for the count. Do you like Philly? Do you believe in any of the teams out in the West, the Rams, the Seahawks? Do you believe Atlanta fixes it back up? Do you believe in Carolina? Who do you believe? Who do you believe? Do you believe in Minnesota or Detroit? Who do you believe? It's so, the parody reigns supreme. I'm telling you. And and then think about a team like the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons are 3-2 and right now, right? But they're a drop touchdown catch against Chicago. They're an instant replay of Golden Tate against Detroit. They're they're those two things from being 1-5. Who do you really trust? This league is now this fat middle. Everyone thought the can everyone thought that the New England Patriots were gonna go 16 and 0. In the AFC, who do you believe? You believe in the Chiefs who sustained their first loss and look like they were back to that team that couldn't push it down the field, that were uh, a little bit simple to figure out? Do you believe in the Steelers who are now four and two, even with all the drama around Martavis Bryant, Antonio Brown, Lev Bell getting back into form? Are you riding Lev Bell moving forward? Do you believe that the Patriots and their defense can get fixed? Do you believe in any team from the AFC South? Listen, the Colts and the Titans are going to play. Whoever wins that game, is 3-3 three and three and tied for first in the, NF- in the AFC South. Who do you believe? Just when you thought you were safe, it certainly is not. Let me also tell you about a couple of things I got wrong. I'm going to acknowledge what I got wrong right before we open up the phone lines because I don't want everybody telling me in the cipher what I got wrong. I got Adrian Peterson all wrong. I thought he wasn't really going to be able to pop off. I thought he was still behind a bad offensive line. I thought this was more uh, more sizzle than steak. But Adrian Peterson looked real relevant. I also said that Andre Ellington would retain his value in PPR leagues. He got a big goose egg yesterday, okay? So I definitely got that one wrong. I also got Sunday Night Football wrong. Listen, I thought C.J. Anderson was going to be a bell cow that was going to tote the rock and run it out in the second half. He went at nine carries for 17 yards. I thought the Giants would not be able to score. They had Arlene's Dark War go for 117 yards. Those are some of the things I got wrong. When we come back, I'm going to tell you some of the things I got right. Because Sitting Spitting Speeds had some call shots as well. Some people on Twitter telling me I'm helping them out. What I got right and some other takeaways before we open up the phone lines. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app 
FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is Dave Martinez holding you down on a Monday as we look back at week six. And I get you ready for Monday Night Football, Titans and Colts in about an hour as well. I was telling you guys before the break, like, who knows what's going on in the NFL these days? I mean, you know, like I said, in the NFC, the Atlanta Falcons are 3-2. and two. They, They're a drop pass and three inches from being 1-5. In the AFC, look at the Chargers. They're 2-4. and four. They're two missed kicks from being 4-2. and two. You know, in the NFC, outside of, say, like, the Giants and the Niners, couldn't almost anybody grab the mantle here? I know you, you know that I'm high on the Philadelphia Eagles, but even, like, the Saints could come on. Real quick, could the Lions put it together? Could the Vikings and their stout defense, could the Rams be for real? So many opportunities here. And in the AFC, who do you believe? Do you revert back to New England, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, maybe showing up, showing out? It's very interesting. Outside of the Browns, you know, I think everybody's viable in the AFC. I hate to say it, even the New York Jets. I told you about some of the things I got wrong. I did not get Adrian Peterson's debut in Arizona correct. I did not get Sunday Night Football and that game script correct at all. I acknowledge. However, your boy Spittin' Speeds did get a couple things right for Week 6. First of all, I told you about Jarek McKinnon. I told you Jarek McKinnon was going to be the back in Minnesota to own. I told you Latavius Murray was just the guy. Yo, Jarek McKinnon is an RB2 moving forward. Back-to-back weeks of like 24 fantasy points. I like that. I told you about the Pittsburgh Steelers. I told you that they were backed into a corner with all the drama about Antonio Brown. He looked good, especially on that big touchdown play. I told you Le'Veon Bell would be back on track. He looked good. He's now third in the NFL in rushing yards with 550 behind only Kareem Hunt and Leonard Fournette. I told you Pittsburgh was not done just yet. I also told you about these tight ends. We were talking about tight ends last week. I mentioned the tight ends that I like that are in the streaming conversation. If you locked up Greg Olson, if you had Jimmy Graham on by, if you lost the Charles Clay, I gave you Zach Miller. He scored a touchdown. I gave you Austin Safarian Jenkins. He scored at least one touchdown. It looked like two. I don't know what was going on in that play. And that play where you fumble in the end zone, it's a touchback. He didn't lose control. Someone has to help me, fi- help me figure that one out. I told you Evan Ingram, he scored a touchdown, was the number one option in the Giants passing game. I even told you about Austin Hooper, who without, no, without Muhammad Sanu, I thought he was going to have a little bit of a breakout. He caught seven passes yesterday. So I was right on the tight ends. I was right on McKinnon. I was right on the Steelers. I wasn't right on AP or Sunday Night Football. But bigger story than that is with all these injuries, I have to change philosophically something that I've said before. I told everybody, especially earlier on in the season, when people call in and they're talking about, oh, I got a trade idea, oh, I got a trade idea. And I say with all these two-for-one trades, you always want the side where you're getting the stud. You always want the one in the two-for-one deal. I think I'm changing my philosophy on that. And let me explain to you why. I've always said that you want studs that can win you weeks that that's what you're trying to do you're trying to accumulate studs so in these two for one deals i generally like the one elite talent over the two good 
people because my philosophy is you're trying to accumulate people that can pop off for 25, 30 points on any given week. And that'll keep you scoring points. That'll keep you competitive and something to worry about on a week-to-week basis. But maybe your stud was Odell Beckham. Maybe your stud was David Johnson. Maybe your stud was Dalvin Cook. Maybe your stud was Allen Robinson. Maybe your stud was Aaron Rodgers. I'm starting to think that you really need to build depth. You really need to have one or two like legitimate guys that you are not starting at the running back and the wide receiver position so that when you can you know so that you can handle the what is now inevitable injury to one of your studs. You know, I'm starting to think that maybe depth is important, especially with the buys and with this rash of injuries because we are losing studs every week. And so I'm starting to think that maybe in these two for one deals Having two good guys is better than having one stud because you're going to lose them. It's the same kind of way I think about like in fantasy baseball why I don't like starting pitchers because they're all going to get hurt. They're all going to have Tommy John surgery, right? And you kind of need to build that depth. I'm starting to think about depth over studs as a philosophy, okay, especially when there's such bad offense out there in the NFL. Listen, the Baltimore Ravens had two touchdowns via special teams yesterday, you know, and that was more touchdowns than some teams. 20 points could have won the game in 8 out of the 12 games that were played yesterday. I think the bad offense is still there. Teams are winning with less than 10 completions. Blake Bortles has done it twice. Joe Flacco has done it. Mitch Trubisky just did it yesterday. And with offense being so depressed around the league, and it really is, if you look on uh, these DFS sites, lower point totals are winning this year. If you look at your season-long leagues, like I'm on, like say, like Yahoo, where they show the projections, and it turns like green or red, go check. Most of the teams in your league are in red, underperforming expectations. So if you can have a good little stable of good guys, especially if you could sustain the injuries, I may now be moving on my philosophy on the idea of studs over depth. It might be time to build that depth because, listen, the injuries are going to come. All right. Let's get it going here. We're going to open up the phone lines right now. We got the phone lines open. They're at 844-843-6879. We're going to get to your calls. And a lot of people say they can never get through. There's room on the phone lines today, okay? But we kick it off with my man Meatball and Cali. Big time friend of the show, Meatball. It was a crazy week six. How you doing? How can we help you, man? Oh my God, I'm good, man. Hey, shout out to Ted Finn Jr.'s big brother Ted Ginn because he won me. He won me one of my leagues. Man. Absolutely, Ted Finn. I'm surprised <laughs> Ted Finn Jr. is still alive. If you want to know the truth, I'm getting calls right now. I'm getting messages right now. Like, is Ted Finn swimming in lemonade? I don't know what you guys see in the, on, on it, but it looks clear from this angle, and he's still he's keeping on, keeping on. But yeah, Ted Ginn Jr. certainly helped you win a week. Uh, how can we help you keep it going here, Meatball? All right, I know you know because I've been talking to you. Martavis Bryant yeah. is uh, a thorn in my side. He's yep. killing me. So I just want to know how you would rank these three guys that I'm kind of shopping for right now. It's Corey Davis, Nelson Aguilar, and John Brown. Interesting. Um, I got to tell you, and I never would have thought I would say this at the beginning of the season. My answer for you is Nelson Aguilar. My answer for my answer me, Paul, is Nelson Aguilar, and here's why. You said John Brown. I'm, I'm not sure about any of these Arizona guys that are not named Larry Fitzgerald, especially if this Adrian Peterson thing is a real thing. You know, I was telling you, if you, and, and me, Paul, you listen to the show. You know that I've been talking about guys like Carson Palmer, Eli Manning, guys that are going to put the ball up 50 times. 
right? And that's why I like some of those quarterbacks. That's why I like some of the production of, of some of those receivers on those teams. That may not be the case anymore in Arizona with Adrian Peterson. I don't think he's going to be a stud all the time like he was yesterday, but he's going to be a viable option, and there's going to be a little bit more balance in that offense, so it's not Brown. And Corey Davis, I mean... The skill set is definitely there. My man Jake Seeley, who's on this network, says that he has Terrell Owens' skill set. But the thing is, the opportunity is not necessarily there. The Tennessee Titans are a team. You never know if it's going to be Eric Decker, Delaney Walker, Rashard Matthews. And they're named Exotic Smash Mouth, after all. They want to run the ball. So they want to win, similar to like what Jacksonville is doing right now. So I don't think it's Corey Davis. Nelson Aguilar... He's this boom-bust kind of guy, and I didn't believe in him. But the Philadelphia offense is leveraging him in the right way. And so if you're going to make that move, Nelson Aguilar is the guy out of those three meatball. But let me know. You know, you could always hit me up on Twitter as well. I know you do, at Spittin' Speeds. And you can let me know uh, when you have more specific kind of things, if you're shopping them and trade requests, that sort of thing. And let me tell you something, because Meatball brings up Martavis Bryant. It's time to fade Martavis Bryant. It's time to move on from Martavis Bryant. I told you he was everyone thought he was so explosive coming into this season. Then he got downgraded to this kind of like boom or bust category. Well, the boom has yet to come. And there are reports out now as to why that might be. I think he is a problem in the locker room. Remember we talked about like uh, during the draft how we tweeted out like that he Juju Smith Schuster was like Sammy Coates' replacement or Eli Rogers' replacement, not him. And there was drama there. It looks like he's a thorn in the side of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they need to get back to just Bell and Brown. There's even talks, although they are now unsubstantiated, that Martavis Bryant has asked for a trade from the Pittsburgh Steelers. He later denied that, but if that's in the air out there, I'm off Martavis Bryant, and of those three meatball, I'm going with Nelson Aguilar. Let's keep it moving here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Our next call comes from Josh in Dallas. Joshua in Dallas, you're dropping stats over beats. What's up, man? Week six, how did that treat you? Um, yeah, um, uh, I'm down 12 points, and I got the Titans defense tonight, but I have a trade question today. Okay. And so I'd be receiving Will Fuller and Kareem Hunt. Okay. But I'd be getting Todd Gurley and um, Jordy Nelson. Um, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that, Joshua, and here's why. Listen, the, the Kareem Hunt and Todd Gurley thing is kind of a wash, okay? They're kind of even, Josh, okay? They're kind of even, Kareem Hunt and Todd Gurley. They're both, in my opinion, going to be top five backs moving forward. The Will Fuller thing, listen, he scored a touchdown every game so far, but that is not reliable. If he was doing that, he scored 20 touchdowns in the season and be an all-time great season. That's not what's going to happen. You got DeAndre Hopkins there as well. And I understand the Jordy Nelson being a little bit worried about it, but whoever the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers is, Jordy Nelson, I do believe, will continue to eat. So I like the Todd Gurley and Jordy Nelson side of that. And good luck to you, Josh, in your matchup with the Titans defense down 12. I hope they do it because I'm facing Jacoby Brissett. So if your Titans defense does work, that means that my opponent did not do work so i like that um we're gonna come back on a fantasy freestyle i see the phone lines are starting to light up okay so greg in new mexico blake out there in dallas noah keith connor we're gonna get to you guys all when we come back we're gonna answer your questions help you adjust do the autopsy on week six and talk about what we need to do for week seven and beyond which dropping stats over beats it's the fantasy freestyle right here on the award-winning fantasy sports radio network hang out with speed 
needs, holler at me at 844-843-6879. We're going to get to these calls and my preview for Monday Night Football when we come back. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone and take it with you everywhere you go. Hi, I'm Aaron Judge, and you're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez holding you down. As we tick closer to kickoff of Monday Night Football and also Game 3 of the ALCS, you know Speed's got to get that in as the series shifts back to Yankee Stadium. But the phone lines are open, and we've got callers, so let's go right now to Greg in New Mexico. Hey, Greg, you're dropping stats over beats with Speeds. How you doing? How is Week 6 treating you? It's, it's treating me all right. How you doing there? We hang I, I got to be honest, man. I feel like I'm uh, feel like I'm cheating on my morning guys, man. The frenzy. I always call them. I'm a first-time caller, but long-time listener. So. No <laughs> doubt. Don't worry. I'll tell but, uh, Corey Parson uh, it's okay. I'll tell Corey Parson it's okay. We could be like big love and be monogamous. It'll be all right. I mean, or polyamorous. It'll be okay. <laughs> there you go. I got a question, man. Getting a little frustrated. I lost two games by less than one point both games. And I'm just wondering, should I break my team up? Or should I keep it together? And I picked up Cam Newton on the waiver wire, so I was because th- we got a bonus after 350 yards. So I was thinking about keeping Breeze or trading him away, man. I don't know what to do. Um, I only won two games this year, so I I don't know. But the way I think, I'm in a 10-man standard league, and I, I that's usually like an all-star league. The way I look at it, you got these like how you're saying you take depth over all-stars. I think right. if you got those all-stars, you can take those leagues. You know? Yes. So. I agree I need, with you, Greg. I need a little help here, man. I agree with you, Greg, and thanks for the call. I'll tell Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, it's all good. You're not cheating on him. I would keep Drew Brees, especially because you talked about that bonus. You talked about that bonus you get with 350 yards, and Drew Brees, listen, there's been something like eight 5,000-yard seasons in the entire history of the NFL. And Drew Brees has four of them. Okay, so especially if you're in a league where you get those bonuses, I would keep Drew Brees. I like Drew Brees, Greg. Listen, don't panic, okay? I know it sounds like you're two and four, but it sounds like you've had some very close losses. So I would not go crazy and break up your squad just yet. You sometimes you gotta ride with the people who you brought to the dance, Greg, okay? I'll tell Corey that things are all okay. Feel free to call in here or to the frenzy earlier in the day anytime. But I would keep your team together, especially Drew Brees especially because of that 350-yard bonus. Next up, we go to Blake in Dallas. Hey, Blake, you're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. How was Week 6 treating you? Uh, it treated me pretty good. I'm, I'm actually 6-0 and now, but uh, I've got some running back problems because uh, David Johnson and Dalvin Cook. Okay, and you still are 6-0. and So, I mean, that means you handled yeah, I'm, it pretty I'm, good. What you got going on, though, Blake? What you got going on now? Uh, I actually have a, I have a trade question. Um so I was offered Amari Cooper for Tariq Cohen, and I'm thinking thinking about pulling the trigger on it. Who are your other running backs? Um, I have Mark Ingram, which is looking better now, yep. and then uh, Kevin Coleman and Joe Mixon. 
Okay. So here's the thing. And, and so and, men standard. And, and, and as you know, as you know, Blake, the, the, the shine is off the rose on Tariq Cohen. You got lucky with that pass touchdown yesterday, right? But, like, he has declined in his opportunity. And more importantly, Jordan Howard looks like one of the few bell cows in the NFL right now. I mean, he had something like 35 carries yesterday. And they're really trying to run the ball with Jordan Howard. Tariq Cohen has kind of re- uh, reverted back to this uh, – gadget play shall we say here's my thing for you Blake I don't know if you listen to the fantasy freestyle all the time I am so down on Amari Cooper it's not even it's not even funny I I believe he is you know he's defecating the mattress left left and right I think there's something in his head to be quite honest but because you have Mark Ingram who's already had his bye because you have Tevin Coleman who's already had his bye and because you have Joe Mixon who's already had his bye those three guys can ride out with you for the rest of the season so because that's the case and because I'm not high on Tariq Cohen anymore I think the shine is off the rose there yeah go ahead and grab yourself Amari Cooper okay listen at some point the skill is there. At some point, he has to perform. So I think I wouldn't start him right now, Blake, but I think he's a good stash, a better stash for you than Tariq Cohen, especially because you're starting Ingram, Coleman, and Mixon you know, as your RB3 from week to week. But thanks for the call, Blake. Let's go up next. It is Noah in Michigan. Noah in Michigan, you're on the Fantasy Freestyle. I got a question about these Indianapolis Colts, huh? I got a question. Uh, it's standard league. Uh, I'm one and four. Need a win bad. I lost Johnson early, so that really hurt. Yep. Uh, but I got Frank Gore or Mac going tonight. What one do I play? I need 7.7. It's standard? It's standard league, yep. Uh, because it's standard, I think I'm going Gore. I think Gore has a better chance to get in the end zone tonight. Noah, I think Gore has a better chance to get in the end zone. If this was PPR, I would tell you Mac. And generally, rest of season, I think Mac is going to, like, if you're watching on YouTube Live, I think it's going to start going like this. I think the share is going to get greater and greater for Mac as the season goes on. But tonight, if you need seven or eight points, I think your best shot is to get in the end zone. And I think on the goal line, it's still going to be Frank Gore. So put in the all-time great Frank Gore. Old faithful, hoping to get you a win, Noah. Thanks for the call. Up next is Keith. Keith out in Baltimore. Keith in Baltimore, you're dropping stats over beats. Man, your offense out there in Baltimore is blunt guts trash. Joe Flacco forgot how to play, but you had those special teams, and that was good enough, we thought. Uh, Are you going to ride your special teams? I don't know. Keith in Baltimore, how can we help you week six? The irony is I lost this week because of the Baltimore defense. Yeah, I have the Baltimore defense. That's what's keeping me in my matchup. That punt return and that kickoff return are my saving grace right now, Keith. So I feel you, man. I understand how when kickers or defenses or what gets you, that can be rough. I understand, Keith. How can we help you? Yeah. So looking forward, I'm starting to fall apart. I'm really feeling down on uh, Matt Ryan, and I have uh, the what's Detroit Stafford. Stafford. I have Stafford on the bench. He has a, he has a bye. Right. But is, is that a legitimate switch out moving forward? It's a legitimate also, switch. Go ahead. Up, sorry. Go ahead, Keith. I was thinking about picking up uh, what's his what's his uh, wide receiver, Gordon Melvin Jr. or something like that. Marvin Jones Jr. On our, on our waiver. Yes. Yeah. Should I pick him up? I have a stage. 
All right, so here's the thing. If you have a space, go right ahead, okay? Marvin Jones is going to be tied to this injury news about Golden Tate. Okay, Golden Tate has a shoulder injury. They say he's going to miss some time. Marvin Jones had a great game yesterday, but largely because Golden Tate was bounced out, okay? Marvin Jones will assume that, but he'll revert right back to this kind of whack-a-mole, you know, boomer bus receiver once Golden Tate is back healthy. On your quarterback question, yeah, I mean, you got two good quarterbacks, but, yo, Stafford is on the bye this week, so you got to ride with Matt Ryan at least one more week. I understand understand that it hasn't been there, but this Atlanta offense, I think, is too good to completely hop off of Matty Ice. And there's also reports today that they're talking about how they're going to really try to get Julio Jones the ball more. Any team that's trying to get Julio Jones the ball more, I like that moving forward. Remember, Sanu will come back as well. I understand it's been depressed, but listen, you can't go Stafford this week, so you're definitely going to go Matt Ryan. Uh, But I do think on a week-to-week basis, you can go based on the matchup, Keith, moving forward. A couple of more calls. We got Connor in Connecticut. Hey, Connor, you're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. How can I help you? Uh, so I got a trade offer. Okay. And I would be getting Des Bryant, and I would be giving up Jimmy Graham. The problem is there are no tight ends on waivers that I can pick up, and David Njoku is my backup. Um, no, Connor, I keep Graham. I keep Graham. I think as the season goes on, Graham is going to be a bigger and bigger piece of that offense. And I'm not a huge fan of Dez Bryant, okay? I'm not a huge fan of Dez. Dez is what I call, to make a baseball analogy, like a quadruple A uh, wide receiver one. You know, he's a guy who good cornerbacks shut him down. And then he eats against kind of like, you know, uh, less good folks. And I'm not big on Des Bryant. I would keep the Jimmy Graham side in that. It's not even really that close to me, especially as you say, tight end is a wasteland. What are you going to do? Trust David and Joku and that Cleveland Browns offense? That's not for me. Give me Jimmy Graham. And, and if you need to improve that wide out, I would do it elsewhere. Last question for the day is Santiago in Los Angeles. It looks like his team is a uh, infirmary ward. I also know someone in your same exact position, okay, in my league, a guy two weeks in a row lost Odell Beckham and Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry for you, Santi, but what's up? How can we help you? Not only that, man. I also lost Zeke to suspension, so... <sighs> Let me tell you something. I think Zeke is going to play, though, man. I really think there's going to be more legal mumbo-jumbo that pushes it back. All hope is not lost on Zeke. But go ahead, Santi. So I got a, I got a bit of a trade question. Uh, I got the number one spot on the waiver wire. So uh, I let the guy do the talking and make the offers because that's usually when you get the best players. Right. And he's offering me Freeman and Mike Thomas for Mike Evans and Darkwa with my number one waiver pick. Wait, Freeman and who for Evans and Darkwa? Um, yeah, Freeman and Mike Thomas from the Saints yeah. for uh, Darkwa and Mike Evans. Yeah, I do that. I do that right away, bro. Uh, you're getting Freeman and Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, I do that real quick. Go right now and hit send and hit hit accept before this guy thinks better of it. Orleans Darkwa was a one hit wonder guy. I don't listen. Why why buy into Orleans Darkwa? They're still behind that pitiful Giants offensive line. Eventually, Gallman and Perkins are going to be in the mix too. Do not believe in Darkwa off his one effort. Devontae Freeman is a stud, and I know Michael Thomas had a bad game. He's one of our Fugazis for week six, but that's okay, man. I would ride with Freeman and Thomas. I don't think you want any part of Orleans Darkwa as a startable guy moving forward, but thanks for the call, Santiago. We're going to keep it moving here on the Fantasy Freestyle. We got these poll questions up. I find it funny. Everybody wanted to respond 
respond who their Fugazi was. Not as many people wanted to respond on who their Diamond in the Rough was. Uh, for people's Fugazis, we got you know hundreds of votes. People were talking about they lost by one because of Antonio Brown. Talk about Buck Allen, Lamar Miller, Julio Jones, Tyrell Williams, Chris Hogan is a popular one. Taylor Gabriel, a lot of people thought were going to pop off with no Sanu, and it didn't really happen. And then some of the diamonds in the rough that held you down, Marvin Jones. We're talking a lot of Marvin Jones in here. So, uh, you know, on a week-to-week basis, and also Mark Ingram. I told you about Mark Ingram. He was in my DFS lineup. When we come back, we'll take some of the best questions from YouTube, and I'll tell you about how you should be playing this Monday night football game. Uh, come on right back. We're dropping stats over beats. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician. When we come back right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Freestyle. Aaron Rodgers has a broken collarbone. Next man up in this situation is Brett Hundley. The Packers do have weapons around them. You know, the Nelsons, the Cobbs, the Adams, the Ty Montgomery's of the world, the black unicorns out there. So maybe all is not lost for the Green Bay Packers, but Aaron Rodgers is out indefinitely. I stopped short of saying he's out for the rest of the season. I wouldn't cut bait just yet. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hip hop, hip hip hop, hip hip hop, hooray! Oh, you know what it is. We on the fantasy freestyle with boys speeds. I wanted to share it with everybody. It's a little trick. I got a little trick for you guys on speculation on Monday Night Football. I don't know in most leagues. In most leagues, people are still free agents and not on the waiver wire until their game goes, okay? So right now, there are Colts and Titans that you could actually grab on your roster as pure speculation. Marlon Mack is only owned in 47% of leagues. Right now, before it kicks off, see if Marlon Mack is available and add him. Add him with, like, your last person on your roster that you know don't care about that much. Pick up Marlon Mack. Pick up uh, Derrick Henry. Pick up someone on Monday Night Football because then what happens? What happens if there is an injury and then all of a sudden you're sitting pretty with a new starter? You could do this on a week-to-week basis. Pick up some speculative ad from the Monday Night Football game and you never know. It really doesn't cost you anything and it may work out for you if there's injuries in that game and what do you know? Football is a dangerous sport. That's just a little trick right there that I've learned over my travels, okay? You could always make a speculative ad if you have the roster spot on Monday Night Football. But regardless of what you do, if you listen to the Fantasy Sports Network, you know that we are partnering with DKMS to help the fight against blood cancer. We got these DFS contests. Go to uh, DailyRoto.com. Go to RotoExperts.com slash DKMS. And you can learn about how you can, uh, you know, maybe register to be a blood donor, register to be a bone marrow donor, something like that. And then even if you don't win in these free DFS contests, you're still a winner in life because you could help save a life. And here's the thing. If you do win those contests, you go to the finals, you have a chance to win tickets for two to Super Bowl 52 in Minnesota. I've always wanted to talk to you guys about that Monday Night Football little cheat code. Okay, that's what I think. Make a spec ad on someone in the Monday Night Football game. You got a great opportunity here with Marlon Mack, only 47% owned. 
Let's say something happens to Frank Gore, then all of a sudden you're sitting pretty, and it really doesn't cost you anything. All right, um, we answer the phone calls all the time at 844-843-6879. What we're going to try and do is also, I know we hit on the YouTube live stream. I'm going to try and answer some questions from these guys at the end of the show as well. We're going to bring in Chris, the analyst venturer right now. Hey, Chris, what's one of the hot topics or what are the hot questions from our YouTube feed? Okay, so I got my first one here. Uh, should I trade Devontae Adams now that Rodgers is done for almost for pretty much a season? Uh, this comes from Keenan Yearwood. On, no, on I wouldn't do that just yet. I wouldn't sell. I wouldn't cut bait just yet. Those Packers guys are productive. I would wait and see what Brett Huntley does in this offense and if they can be still sustainable. I actually think the weapons are what's going to carry Brett Huntley. So the Nelsons, the Adams, the Cobbs, the Ty Montgomerys, no. I would not move on from them, Chris. I hope you uh, can answer them back right there. I would, I, would, I would not cut bait just yet. Let's see what these Packers look like without Aaron Rodgers first. Hey, Chris, you got one more for me? Yeah, I got one more for you. What quarterback would you target now for Aaron Rodgers owners? What quarterback would you target in the free agent pool right now? Well, it all depends on who's available. You know what I mean? Right, I don't I'd know. say in a deep league. Sure, in a deep league. So let me look. I'm looking at guys, you know, maybe that are... Oh, I don't know. I mean, like, if Carson Wentz is still out there, I love me some Carson Wentz. Mm -hmm. I love me some... I love Big Ben. I think people cut bait on Big Ben a little bit too early. You know, if Big Ben is out there, if Carson Wentz is out there, I also like maybe some people cut bait on on a guy like Carson Palmer. I think he's a volume thrower. I still think Eli Manning is a volume thrower. Those are some names out there. But anybody that's intrigued, come on and hit me up on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds, and show me... People are great. They send me screenshots of the waiver wire, and then I could really help. Tomorrow on the Fantasy Freestyle, we're going to be going position by position as well and tell you about the hot ads, who you should spend your fab budget on or your waiver wire priority on. You know what it is on Tuesday. I also want to hear it's a game of inches. I want to see your worst beats, guys. Let me know if you really... If it was that close for you in week six, it might be that close for me. I got to go home and see what Delaney Walker and Jacoby Brissett do against me. Hopefully I get a win. Hopefully you get a win. Come on back tomorrow and tell me all about it. We're dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. See y'all tomorrow. Go Yanks.